Welcome to the Dr. Evelyn Ministries podcast, where we teach you how to pray, grow in faith, and impact your world. In episode one, we talked about divine destiny and the fact that every human being has been given a gift or talent that makes you suited for that particular calling or purpose for your life. We read the example of Jeremiah and how God gifted and called him as a prophet unto the nations. Today, we'll be talking about the different kinds of gifts, talents, and callings. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. He is the source of both natural and spiritual gifts. And he is the one who gives us the grace to operate in that particular area of our calling. In the book of Romans chapter 12, the apostle Paul explains and gives examples of some of the different gifts and talents. He said, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace that is given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, lead diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. We see that these gifts, as listed, can be used in carrying out different assignments that impact both the spiritual and natural lives of people. As you search through the Old and the New Testament, there are also many examples of how God called and anointed people to play different roles and to stand in different offices. David was called and anointed as king over Israel. Therefore, some of us are called into politics and are anointed to stand in that office and to rule and pass laws that will affect the lives of people. However, we must also understand that a person's makeup, belief, values, and morals influences them as to how they carry out their responsibilities as a political figure. That is why some Christians shun politics and say it is a dirty game. But the Bible says that when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people mourn. If there is ever a time that we need a lot of righteous people to get into politics, it is now. Do you feel that edge in your heart? Then take steps to answer that call and fulfill your God-given purpose. In Exodus chapter 31, we see a perfect example of some of the gifts and talents that God gives to people. God told Moses that, there was a guy called Bezali and that he had filled him with a spirit with the spirit of God in wisdom and skill in understanding 
and intelligence, in knowledge, and in all kinds of craftsmanship to make artistic designs for work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting of stones, and in the carving of wood to work in all kinds of craftsmanship. The purpose for all of these gifts to Bezalel was for him to help Moses build the house of God, including all the furniture, clothes of service, holy garments for the priest, etc. This reinforces the fact that God is the source of both our natural and spiritual gifts. The problem with most believers is that more often than not, we limit the use of our gifts and talents to making a living for ourselves and our immediate families and neglect or fail to serve in the house of God with our natural gifts and talents. Find out from your pastor the needs of your church and what you can do to help move the church forward. Is the church in need of an administrator? Volunteer some time to help put in place some administrative processes. Some are also gifted in technology and can do all sorts of things with computers. We have a perfect example of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. And so if you are also gifted in that area, you may want to find out from your church if there is the need of someone to help with multimedia And then you can use that gift to also serve in the house of God whilst you use it in your day-to-day life, making a living and taking care of your family because that is also part of our responsibilities to be responsible, um, caregivers, parents, brothers, sisters, etc. to our family members first and foremost before you move to your community to your nation, and to the uttermost parts of the world. Sometimes we sit in our church, we, are, we know that there, there is a lack. You see a kind of a lack in the church and you have the gift. Sometimes it, it has to do with decorating the house of God and you have all these artistic internal decoration skills and yet you say, well, I'm not going to do this. God will require of you one day to give an account of what you did with that gift and how that also impacted the service of God. God may be calling you to be the next Mother Teresa of this generation because you have a very compassionate heart and you always desire to show mercy to the poor and needy. We read in the scripture how Dorcas showed love and mercy and used her gift of sewing to sew garments for the widows. You may have a generous heart and you may also have the urge to give generous gifts to people, not as a show off, but as a genuine passion to help people. And for all you know, God is grooming you and will give you divinely inspired ideas to create money and wealth that you can use to sponsor the gospel, build facilities, maybe for poor orphanage, and to support 
a worthy cause. Sometimes people are given vision, but what prevents them from fulfilling that vision is because they lack the money to pursue that dream and that vision. And for all this time, you are the guy with the gift of giving that must sponsor that vision, but you are refusing to give money. I read the story of the founder of Boy Scout, Sir Baden Powell. He walked into the office of this millionaire, shared his vision with him, and then he's like, what can I do for you? He said, I need $1 million to do X, Y, and Z. And guess what? The businessman was the one who wrote the first $1 million, and now the rest is history. You know all the good and all the outstanding leaders that the Boy Scout organization has produced all over the world. In this day and age, the Spirit of God is moving and anointing His people in every sphere of endeavor and would want to use you in your sphere of influence. Sometimes we are looking so far-fetched and wondering what we can do to help. Take some of these examples. We see Joseph of Arimathea, an influential man. He used his influence over leaders to advance the kingdom of God. He asked for the body of Jesus and laid him in his own tomb. David used his musical talents and skills to serve in the palace of the king. And the anointing on his life and music drove out evil spirits that occasionally tormented King Saul. Moses was learned in all the skills of the Egyptians and became the deliverer, lawgiver, and leader of God's people who demanded for Israel's freedom from Pharaoh. I urge you to think soberly and reflect on your life. As you hear the sound of my voice and also to find answers to these questions. What is the Lord calling you to do? What is the grace that is upon your life? Are you using your gifts and talents in your church? Remember that one day you will have to give an account to God for what you did with all the abilities, the gifts and talents that he gave you. Are you ready to face your maker? Today, we have learned three things, that there are different gifts, talents, and callings. God, number two, that God is the source of both spiritual and natural gifts. Number three, we have to use our gifts and talents to make a living and also to use it in the service of God and humanity. God bless you for listening. Subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook. Listen to this podcast and all other podcasts on prayer on all the major podcasting platforms. God bless you. See you next time. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, please leave us a rating and review. For show notes, updates, and free resources, be sure to join our email community.
Thanks for listening. 